Well, good morning. And how the devil are we all today? Are we all good? I hope so. Happy Monday. And it's back to work and it's back to school. Back to just the grindstone, really, isn't it? <laughs> but that doesn't matter. It's still a good day. So, have you got anything planned apart from going to school? Hmm. Well, listening to my story for a start off, I guess. So, first of all, though, we need a fun fact, don't we? The fun fact of the day. So, I have got a mm, bit of a creepy one. Unless, of course, you like insects. Because termites have, they build the biggest insect nests. Okay. Now, in Australia, there's a, an insect, a termite, that builds a nest as big as a house. Wowzers. Ooh, bit freaky, though, coming across one of those. And in Africa, there's one that builds it as tall as a building. Not sure I'd like to come across one. Imagine the insects that are actually inside them. I wonder if they're as tall and as big as houses and buildings. No, (laughs) not a big fan. So... Ah, we are going to go up the faraway tree today and we're going to take Curious Connie with us and see whether she believes all the people are real. What do you think? I think she's going to be a bit naughty or a bit rude, maybe. I don't know. Let's have a look. Chapter two, Up the Faraway Tree. So, the next day was bright and sunny. Connie woke up feeling rather excited. She was away from home, staying in the country. She had three playmates and they had promised to take her up the faraway tree. Even if I don't believe in it, it will be fun to see what they think it is, she said to herself. I hope we have a good time and a nice dinner. Well, the children usually had to do some kind of work in the mornings, even though it was holiday time. Beth and Franny decided to help their mother, while Joe helped their father in the garden. There was a good deal to do there because there had been some rain and the weeds had come up by the hundreds. Connie didn't like having to make the beds very much, but the children's mother was quite firm with her. You will do the same as the others, she said. And don't pout like that, Connie. I don't like it. It makes you look ugly. Well, Connie was not used to being spoken to like this. Her mother who always fussed around her and spoilt her. And she had been the only one and chi- only child in the house. Now she was one of four. And things were very different. 
Cheer up, said Beth, seeing tears in Connie's eyes. Don't be a spoilt baby. Think of our treat this afternoon. Connie sniffed. Oh, funny sort of treat, she said. But all the same, she did cheer up. When three o'clock came, Mother said the children could go. It will take you some time to get up the tree, I am sure, if you're going to show Connie everything, she said. And please don't let her get wet with Dame Washalot's water, will you? Connie looked up in surprise. Dame Washalot's water? She said, whatever do you mean? Beth giggled. <laughs> There's an old woman who lives up the tree who is always washing, she said. She just adores washing. And when she's finished, she tips up her wash tub and the soapy water comes sloshing down the tree. You have to look out for it. I don't believe a word of it, said Connie. And she didn't. Doing washing up a tree? It sounds quite daft to me. Well, let's go now, said Beth, or we won't be at Moonfaces by four o'clock. Oh, well, I must go and change into a pretty dress, said Connie. No, don't, said Franny. Go as you are. We don't change into nice clothes when we go up the tree. What? Go out to dinner in ordinary clothes, cried Connie. I just couldn't. And off she went to put on a clean white dress. They all went to the edge of the wood. There was a ditch there. Jump over this and you're in the enchanted wood, said Beth. They all jumped, Connie too. As soon as she was across the ditch and heard the trees whispering, wisha, 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 as they always did in the enchanted wood, Connie felt different. She felt excited and curious and happy. She felt as if there was magic about, even though she didn't believe in magic. It was a really lovely feeling. They went through the wood and came to an enormous tree with a tremendously thick and knotted trunk. Connie gazed up into the branches. Gosh, she said, I've never seen such a tree before. Is this the magic faraway tree? How marvellous. Yes, said Joe, enjoying Connie's surprise. And at the top, as we told you, there is a different land every week. I don't know what land is there now. We don't always go. Sometimes the lands aren't very nice. Once there was the land of tempers, that was horrid. And a little while ago there was the land of punishments. We didn't go there, you can guess. We asked our friends Silky and Moonface what it was like and they said they didn't know either. But they could hear shouts and cries going on all the time. <clears throat> Gosh, said Connie alarmed, I wouldn't like to go to a land like that. Although, of course, she added quickly, I don't believe in such a thing. Of course you don't, said Joe with a grin. You don't believe in the faraway tree either, do you? And yet, you're going to climb it. Come on, up we go. They swung themselves up on the lower branches. 
It was a very easy tree to climb. The branches were broad and strong and so many little folk walked up and down the tree all day long that little paths had been worn on the broad boughs. What sort of tree is it? said Connie. It looks like a cherry tree to me. Oh, look, there are some ripe cherries. Oh, just out of my reach, though. Never mind, I'll pick some further up. Oh, better pick them now. Or you may find the tree is growing walnuts a bit higher up, said Beth, laughing. It's a magic tree, you know. It grows all kinds of different things at any time. Sure enough, when Connie looked for ripe cherries a little way up, she found to her surprise that the tree was now growing horse chestnut leaves and had prickly covered horse chestnuts. She was surprised and disappointed and very puzzled. Could it really be a magic tree then? Soon they met all kinds of pixie folk coming down the tree. There were elves and pixies, a goblin or two, a few rabbits and one or two squirrels. It was odd to see a rabbit up a tree. Connie blinked her eyes to see if she was really looking at rabbits up a tree. But there was no doubt she really was. The funny thing was, they were dressed in clothes too. That was odder than ever. Do people live in this tree? asked Connie in wonder as they came to a little window in the big trunk. Oh yes, lots of them, said Joe. But don't go peeping into that window now, Connie. The angry pixie lives inside the little house there and he does hate people to peep in. All right, I won't peep, said Connie, who was very curious indeed to know what the little house looked like. She meant to peep, of course. She was far too inquisitive a little girl not to do a bit of prying if she had the chance. My shoelace is undone, she called to the others. You go on ahead, I'll follow. I bet she wants to peep, whispered Joe to Beth with a grin. Come on, let's let her. They went onto a higher branch. Connie pretended to fiddle about with her shoe and then when she saw that the others were a little way up, she climbed quickly over to the little window. She peeped inside. Oh, what fun! How lovely! There was a proper little room inside the tree. With a bed and a chair and a table. Sitting writing at the table was the angry pixie, his glasses on his nose. He had an enormous ink pot full of ink and a very small pen and his fingers were stained with purple ink. Connie's shadow at the window made him look up. He saw the little girl there peeping and he flew into one of his tempers, shot to his feet, 
picked up the enormous ink pot and rushed to his window. He opened it and yelled loudly, Peeping again! Everybody peeps in at my window! Everybody! I won't have it! I really won't have it! He emptied the ink pot all over the alarmed Connie. The ink fell in big spots on her clothes and on her cheek and hands. She was in a terrible mess. Ah! Oh, you wicked thing, she cried. Look what you've done to me. Well, you shouldn't peep, cried the angry pixie, still in a rage. Now I can't finish my letter. I've got no more ink. You bad girl, you horrid peeper. Joe, Beth, come and help me, sobbed Connie, crying tears of anger and despair down her ink-smudged cheeks. The angry pixie suddenly looked surprised and a little ashamed. Oh, are you a friend of Joe's, he asked. Why didn't you say so? I would have shouted at you for peeping, but I wouldn't have thrown ink at you. Really, I wouldn't. Joe should have warned you not to peep. I did, said Joe, appearing at the window too. It's her own fault. My, you do look a mess, Connie. Come on, we'll never be at Moonfaces by four o'clock. Wiping away her tears, Connie followed the others up the tree. They came to another window and this time the three children looked in, but Connie wouldn't. No, thank you, she said. I am not going to have things thrown at me again. I think the people who live here are horrid. Oh, you needn't be afraid of peeping in at this window, said Joe. The owl lives here and he always sleeps in the daytime, so he never sees people peeping in. He's a great friend of Silky the fairy. Oh, look at him lying asleep on his bed. That red nightcap he's got on was knitted for him by Silky. Doesn't he look nice in it? But Connie wouldn't look in. She was angry and sulky. She went on up the tree by herself. Joe suddenly heard a sound he knew very well and he yelled loudly to Connie. Hey, Connie, Connie, look out. I can hear Dame Washerlot's water coming down the tree. Look out. Connie was just about to answer that she didn't believe in Dame Washerlot or her silly water when a cascade of dirty, soapy water came splashing down the faraway tree. It fell all over poor Connie and soaked her from head to foot. Some of the suds stayed in her hair and she looked a dreadful sight. The others had all ducked under broad boughs as soon as they heard the water coming and they didn't get a drop on them. Joe began to laugh when he saw Connie. The little girl burst into tears again. Let me go home, let me go home, she wept. I hate your faraway tree, I hate all the people in it. Let me go home. A silvery voice called down the tree. Who's in trouble? Come up and I'll help you. It's dear Silky, said Beth. Come on, Connie, she'll get you dry again.
<laughs> oh my goodness. Well, so much for her not believing in Dame Washalot's water. <laughs> if it wasn't real, she wouldn't be wet, would she? <laughs> oh, dearie me, I don't know. And if you're told not to peep, it's best not to peep. And then you don't get ink thrown at you as well. Oh my goodness me. <laughs> Poor old curious Connie. But never mind. So, oh my goodness me, I have, do you know what is the most exciting thing that I've done this weekend? We had lots and lots of celebrations, but um, I am, I've got a, sh it's like a shed and it's painted pink and it's got a desk in it. And it's got a little shelf unit in it. And it's going to be my shop. How exciting. Um, and it's nearly open. It should be open by the end of this week. How exciting is that? In the, my back garden, right at the very end of my garden, I'll have a little shop. Yay! <laughs> so, um, that's the most exciting thing that I've done this weekend. What about you? What did you do that was really exciting? Um, did you go anywhere nice? Did you go to the beach? The seaside? Did you go to... Oh, I don't know. Um, relatives? Or did you have a street party? Um, what did you do? You let me know. Tell me what the most exciting thing you did this weekend was because again I'm nosy <laughs> anyway I have to go to work today so I must love you and leave you and I will see you tomorrow and we'll see if Connie carries on up the tree or goes home what do you think she'll do I think my bet is that she will carry on up the tree. I don't think the others will let her go home. Do you? <laughs> so, you all have the most amazing day and I am going to go to work. And I will see you all again tomorrow. So, until then, have a lovely day, whatever you're doing. Enjoy whatever you're doing. And... Make sure you take care and make sure you stay safe. And I will see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.